Y Abraham Lincoln Capital Airport Studios. It's Ray Lytle. Are you ready? Now it's time. Greg Bishop and the Council Round. I'm got a lot to get to. And, uh... That includes the gavel being used oh, multiple times. I love the gavel, Greg. You can barely hear the gavel because people are practically yelling oh, over each other. Man. So that's coming up. It uh, sounded like it was going to be a contentious meeting. Yeah, it was a two-plus-hour meeting. They even had a, like a 25-minute executive session in there at the tail end. Oh, um, but a lot to get to. We'll get to a conversation about um, uh, public consumption of cannabis and whether or not they're oh, going to have that. All right. Uh, we'll get to a conversation about the helping hands situation. Uh, we'll also hear about uh, puppy mills and gambling and so much more. Uh, but how's the city doing financially? We like to hear about this, especially when it involves a comprehensive annual financial report. And that was offered up by an auditor who presented to the city last night. Hello. Good evening. My name is Joe Lightcap. I'm a partner with Baker Tilly Birchow Krauss, uh, and we performed the city's audit um, for their year ended February 28th, 2019. So they just finished the, the the fiscal year mm-hmm. like what like six months ago february uh something like that yeah the fiscal year just ended right yeah so i mean that's pretty quick turnaround for a yeah. comprehensive annual financial report keep in mind how long did it take illinois to get out a comprehensive annual well, financial I think report. What, they're still doing what 2014 uh they put out fiscal year 2018 just last month oh okay. so that was well over a year of that fiscal anyways uh so the auditor said hey everything's looking good the first um, comments i'll have is on the comprehensive annual financial report and as the name suggests it's comprehensive it's more comprehensive than what is required right um, our independent auditor's report we um, once again issued a clean or unmodified opinion on the city's financial statements so things uh look clean nothing, nothing to worry about there ray um, McMiniman jumps in and he goes to like page 103 uh, or something. The, uh, you know, he's the one who read it. Yeah, he, of course he read it. <laughs> the um, police and fire pension funds. Oh, here that we go. The, um, on the police side, the unfunded liability increased from $159 million to $169 million. That's on page 102, Joe, towards mm-hmm. the bottom where it says employer's net pension liability. And then on for firefighters, the unfunded liability increased from 170 million to 184.8 million so in combination the total debt the city owes police and fire uh, pensions increased 23 million dollars is what i came up with joe so if i'm incorrect on that you know i'll i'll give you my card (laughs) we can talk about it did joe did joe ever do this type of i know he's an accountant Did did he do this type of accounting He's a tax attorney, so I'm sure some retirement focus comes in on that, like individual tax stuff or whatever. But, I mean, he's been focused on the pension issue ever since he's taken uh, office as an alderman. Because you could tell he read this thing and went right to the pension stuff. Yeah, went right to the pension stuff. Right, well, that's the the, the most uh, looming liability that we have. The numbers, by the way, he asked if they were wrong. Those are are the numbers derived by your uh, independent actuary. (laughs) Those are the numbers. Now, McMiniman even goes back further than just this past fiscal year and uh, looks at it uh, longitudinally. For example, my first year on the council, eight years ago, the total 
pension debt for police and fire was 175 million. So now it's up there at 352. So it's doubled in eight years. So I the trend you, is really troublesome. I, I blame Joe. He's been there eight years. As the lone no vote on every yeah, union blame, contract that Joe. increases benefits and so on. Right, right, okay. Joe, prove me As wrong. the lone no vote who's not <laughs> voted for union contracts because of this issue, uh, you're blaming on. Joe. Uh, he okay. Was there. You can't uh, deny let's it. move on here. With uh, uh, they got into city business now uh, after right. the audit was talked about, and they also had a uh, discussion about the city's ad campaign and getting Lincoln out there and oh, whatever geez. they're doing with tax dollars to fund, you know. TV commercials and whatnot. Um, uh, Alderwoman Turner has a, an ordinance that she brought out. They have ordinances that are held in committee. Yeah. They brought a couple of those out last night. One of them was Alderwoman Turner's ordinance, and it deals with uh, alcohol sales at hotels. I think, you know, and McMiniman had a problem because it was amended last minute, and he looked at the amendment last minute, and he had some questions. I think... You know, the sale of packaged beer and wine to registered hotel guests, is that what this is about? It is, and it limits the amount of, uh, the amount to 12, 12, 12 ounce bottles of beer and three bottles of wine, and it's only to registered hotel guests, and there's also another caveat included in the amendment that requires that anyone who operates the pantry has to have uh, be uh, Bassett trained. It's uh, training that bartenders get. Uh, to sell packaged liquor? Yeah, uh, at a, uh, you know. At a hotel. Yeah. Well, I, this might be a good idea. I don't I know, but I just haven't idea. thought about it. <laughs> I, I think it's I a think great idea. Be problems. Who's checking into a hotel and buying packaged liquor? At nah, I, I would. Uh, if I check into a hotel, I'd go out and buy my packaged liquor. Like, you know, I'd go to a place cheaper. More for McMiniman. Uh, this may be a good idea, and uh, you think it is, and it may be, but I'm going to vote no just because I just don't think it's a good procedure, and I, I think it's bad for us to get into the habit Thanks, of bringing Joe. things forward that may be of concern to the public, but the public's had no chance to think about this or has had no notice of what we're going to do tonight, so I just think that's a bad policy. Honesty. He'll sound off on this again a little bit later on thanks, the meeting. Thanks, thanks, Joe. Uh, Alderwoman DeCenso has an ordinance that she wants to bring forward and uh, get passed. And this was another one that I believe that was held in committee, and it deals with pet shops. Ordinance does. Currently, Springfield doesn't have any pet stores, um, and we don't want any pet stores. Because what pet stores do uh, traditionally are sell, they sell puppy mill dogs, which there is a large presence of them in the Arthur, Illinois area, and cats. Um, what we prefer is face-to-face -face sale of dogs and cats. Going to a reputable breeder and so oh, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, "Listen, there's a difference God between forbid, adopt one. There's a difference between uh, you know the pet supply stores, like you know the Pet Smarts, for instance, yeah. and there's these puppy mills that she talks about. It's just the smart, humane thing to do. And I've been on the soapbox of um, humanely treating animals as, for as long as I've been sitting on this council, and I'm going to continue to beat that drum, and I think it's an important step that we need to take. To ban such so we, we don't have any stores. of those stores no, that, we don't. Sell that, nope. that sell that. It's pets. gross. Now, you know, various um, businesses do help facilitate adoption. Yeah, from, that happens. From from animals that are 
from animal shelters and so on. Yeah, especially but when it comes to lined up to, to die. When it comes to the puppy mills, she says Springfield should have no part in supporting we any don't, of that. We don't it's have gross. It. It's disgusting, and we don't need it here. Yeah. So let's let's do the right thing by our animals in this community and treat them humanely. And uh, let's let's get on board with what what how go, animals girls. should be treated. Alderman Hannah. I'm with Alderman. Uh, Alderman Hanauer wants to make one thing clear, though. This does not affect breeders whatsoever in town or in the area, so nope. no. I just want to make sure that's clear. No. All right. There's a big difference between a breeder yeah. selling... And a puppy mill. Yeah, and a puppy mill who treats puppies... Whor- we rescued um, a, a, a pug who was treated horribly. She was in a puppy mill, and they literally just kept making her get pregnant. And have babies so they could sell them. And, and she was, we gave her a good life. She she passed away not that long ago. We gave her a good life when she was with us, but it was a sad story. Yep. Um, after that, Mayor Hughes, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Mayor Langfelder. Would you get a time machine then? Yeah, <laughs> went back to 2011. Uh, Mayor Langfelder took a moment to reflect on somebody who's impacted the community quite a bit. And news broke late yesterday of his passing individual that's been a standard uh, he's been a uh, first citizen award recipient um also uh, you know he resurrected the uh, toys for tot ca- campaign he's been one of our uh, best sheriffs that we've ever served our community he really understood service to the people and that's west bar and uh, tragically he had passed away today so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him, and I'd ask everyone to pause for a moment of silence for his family who really need the prayers at this time. I always listen to see if anybody's going to say anything. Thank you very much. That was very nice of him. Just like you said something. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, why should I remain – we're playing a highlight. Still a moment of silence. Well, it's, <clears throat> um, it's not live. We're playing it as a – Oh, well, no, I mean, it is live. I was, I was being honest. I was saying that I, that I uh, always listen. You interrupted the moment of silence. Right? <laughs> it was, but it wasn't uh, a moment of silence. Coming uh, back, we're going to get into some vice. Gambling, pot, um, and then also talk about the homeless situation. Right. Uh, we got a ton more to get to. Stay tuned. It's Council Roundup. Bye. Bye. All right, let's get back to it. All right, it's Council Roundup. Last night's meeting, about um, yeah, roughly two hours. There was a 20-minute long uh, executive good session behind good closed job doors. Thank you for getting it done. That's sounds what good. I do, man. Sounds quality. I don't get paid for this. Sounds quality, man. Quality, brother. Um, let's talk about gambling audits. Oh, I hate that. So, uh... Alderman Hanauer wanted to uh, have gambling audits happen once a year. And if somebody was found to have some problems by not having 60% or more of food and beverage sales, uh, then he wanted another audit within six months. Apparently, they can't do that. So they're changing some stuff. Because of the language, we're not able to do that. We have to wait the following year. So they will have a year to, to in a sense, clean, clean themselves up and, and become compliant. 
So we're going uh, to find them, though, right? Isn't that what it is? They're yeah, there, there'll be a fine. Uh, but of course, this is all with the updates to the statewide gambling issue, and that's concerning allowing for um, these establishments to have an extra uh, video gaming terminal. Uh, so that's what this deals with, but they're also increasing some fees that these various businesses have to pay. Uh, Alderman McMinniman sounding Food off. Food beverage to 60% of anything, is that? Right, the, the idea on that um, is for like a golf course, or I think Mr. McCarty brought up a, 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 a like a gas station. Or, you know, gas, gas and wash or whatever it's called. So one amendment would take away the, the food and beverage aspect of it. They'd have to get 60% of sales of anything else, not well, just food okay, and beverage. A gas station wouldn't be hard because they sell gas. A lot of fuel, right. Uh, hotels, for instance, those are some uh, various types of um, options that were brought yeah, up. It'd be like a ho or a hotel. If a hotel had it, you know, they may not do a lot of food or beverage, but they're, they're bringing in... For room sales and, and whatnot. And McMiniman still didn't have, uh, he, he had a problem with this. And if you get a liquor license, you can, if you want to uh, have a clothing store, you know, you got, you're going to have 60%. You're going to be able to meet this test. Just about anyone can meet this test. Yeah. Um, Alderman Hanauer? I don't know how many clothing stores Aldermen have. Well, have I'm just giving an outrageous example. I think this is I mean, an outrageous extension. Let's, let's be realistic about I'm, this. I'm thinking hip clothing and gambling. Yeah, together. I mean, I'd, I'd, if I was going clothing shopping, I'd like to you have an old, old fashioned. Yeah. I like to gamble. Yeah. Um, People might buy those. Budget Director McCarty? I'm certainly not going to vote for liquor sales on. A, on that's not Budget Director McCarty. That's Alderman Ralph Hanauer. Sounds like Ralph. I'm certainly not going to vote for liquor sales on. A, on a clothing store that's ridiculous <laughs> well the point is that we're opening this up to just about anyone that wants to sell anything if they get a liquor license they get video gaming it's good to know that hanauer's future campaign ads are going to say i'm not going to vote I, for a clothing store to get a liquor license i'm not going to allow clothing stores to have liquor licenses uh here's budget director mccarty the complication is that we already have some businesses that are in a situation where they probably aren't meeting that threshold in terms of food and beverage, but are meeting it with other activity, other right. revenue-producing activities. But after some more talk back and forth, Hanauer decided to kind of pull that back. I'm going to withdraw that. Since, since we only have one, maybe one place that it affects, I'm going to go ahead and withdraw that, okay. that amendment to it. this amendment. Okay. Is it, is it, I mean, this, it sounds kind of like a bias against those places that are just gaming machines. Yeah, that are selling finger sandwiches and yeah. seltzer water or something. But, I mean, I, my question is, why not? Why, why not let, let them exist? Well, if you think about it, Ray, we've got the most video gaming machines and in the state, yeah, in Springfield, uh, we're going to be adding like fifty others to the state uh, fairgrounds. I mean, you've got uh, there's a proliferation out there. I think a lot of the aldermen have serious concerns with. I Solomon McMenamin preferred Alvin Turner's approach, where um, two strikes and you're out. At least you know if you, if you if you fail the second audit, it's mandatory that you lose your license and your renewal. Um, That's what it is. No, this, the way this is worded, it's discretionary. Well, it's always going to be subject to the uh, Liquor Commission, you know, somebody trying to challenge it. But this language is virtually identical to what's in the rest of the Liquor Code. So there's always like an administrative mm -hmm. hearing where discretion's used at these hearings, dealing with any kind of infraction, especially when it comes to liquor or gambling.
Uh, Alderman Redpath wrap up the talk about video gaming. And what this ordinance does is basically allows us to audit them to find out if they're really following the rules or not. And we didn't have that before. We were, it was shooting in the dark and uh, we, we always assumed that the state was following up with the with compliance rules, but they weren't. This is gonna make sure that people that are, that are operating in the city of Springfield are following the rules. And that measure ultimately passed. Hmm. Coming back, we will get into new business, Yay. including uh, talk about consuming cannabis in downtown, and we'll hear the mayor uh, talk about the helping hand situation. So some pretty big issues coming up next with the council round. We're through this. Let's get to it. Last night, after uh, acting on all kinds of ordinances, uh, the mayor, he wanted to address the whole uh, helping hands situation. As with well the, um, should. The uh, shelter for uh, health and uh, housing. Mm -hmm. uh, so he starts off talking about it. I think everyone has been in agreement that the concept makes sense. As expected, points of disagreement among other items include the location and capacity. And he continues. Before the vote was taken, I emphasized, whatever the result of the vote, we all need to work together. Yep. Unfortunately, what has failed to take place prior to and after the zoning vote is a meeting with all funding and impacted stakeholder organizations. With the community divided and unaddressed concerns, both Memorial Health Services and HSHS St. John's heard the voices of all concerned and rightfully asked for community agreement and resolution of concerns prior to their participation. So we gotta get everybody involved. But the mayor said there may have been a little bit of a change in the scope that could have possibly caused some problems. According to yesterday's State Journal Register, the building might include a community crisis center for nonviolent individuals needing a safe place to go during mental health and drug withdrawal emergencies. According to the article, this would be an alternative instead of being housed in the county jail, which is already over capacity. In my opinion and view, the Center for Health and Housing, this was never the original intent of the project. He said, that, one that, he said that could cause some problems. However, it would be good for the community if you know we had these types of services and so on. Overcrowding in the jail is bad, but... A uh, variety of issues involved in all of this, and he continues. For that reason, and because the measure passed with a veto-proof supermajority, I will not veto the ordinance. However, I will not sign the ordinance, so it will take, not take effect for 30 days after passage. As I stated before, I ask that helping hands and the funding organizations come to the table with all stakeholders. This way we can work together in finding the best solution. For the community. Now... Right, you remember hearing that the um, NAACP was going to possibly file a lawsuit. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, so Alderman McMiniman says the mayor's being very uh, judicious about this. Do they go ahead and buy a building for, I don't know what the price was, a couple, a few hundred thousand dollars, rehabilitate the building for another couple hundred thousand dollars, and then face a uh, temporary restraining order because they can't move in because a judge has said that there's possibilities of a zoning mistake? So he said, with the threat of a possible lawsuit, uh, this, is, this is prudent to take time and to get everybody involved on the same page. Well, they, haven't bought, they haven't bought the building yet, have they? I don't know yet. Um, the alderman, uh, Sean Gregory, who voted against this as issue, uh, he talked about how he heard from constituents. I've talked to our community. I've been open. I really, really looked at every situation we can to really make this happen and sold it to our community. And then they kicked it back to me, and, and, and an 80-year-old woman, she called me. She said, slow down. She said, she said, Sean, 
this is not about the present of why people are so angry. She said, Sean, it is about us taking a break. She said, last time, it was over by a sign company. The people from Sangamon Towers said they didn't want it, and they moved it over here. We swallowed it. St. John, our Salvation Army, the last time we made some changes, the community swallowed it. And, and as much as I want to make something happen, twist it, turn it to, 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 to do it, and I don't have no choice but to respect, to, to, to really respect their thoughts. And, and I don't agree with how this thing went down. And neither did Alder Woman Turner, neither, neither did uh, parts of uh, that community in the jurisdiction. Uh, they weren't on board with how this turned out. So we're going to hear more about that, I would imagine, in the near future. No question about it. I mean, what, is it just dead or is they, are they going to put it somewhere else? I, I mean, did they give any it still money can't for take this effect. building? It still can't. The ordinance can't take effect for another uh, three weeks mm-hmm. or so. All right. right. So after that, that means they've got some time to work these things out. Uh, let's move on to whether or not the city is going to allow for on-site cannabis consumption. We heard Will this they? ordinance was uh, put on first reading from Turner, Redpath, and Hanauer, uh, but apparently they didn't agree that this is the language that they were looking for. Here's Alderman Redpath. Let everyone who wants to think of- No, here's Alderman Redpath. Boom. My request was to put a $10,000 application fee on, and that money would be do- uh, designated to go to homeless veterans. And then in addition to that, a five-year, uh, I mean, a, the, uh, an annual fee of $5,000 a year on the, those, uh, those places dispensing it. Uh, I was under, under the understanding today that there was other things that added to that ordinance. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, allowing for... Uh, consumption in a uh, I got a sample of weed cannabis see if it's business. Any good. Uh, the council, uh, Jim Zirkel, he's their lawyer, uh, chief counsel. He uh, he kind of addressed why it changed from the original intent. Problem with the just uh, very technical here, but the city cannot put a fee on a dispensary. Indirectly, the city can put a fee for on-site consumption because it's up to the city to decide if we even allow it and on-site consumption can only be with a dispensary so it's according to state law they can't just tack on an additional fee that uh, dispensary has to pay to the city unless the dispensary wants to not just be a dispensary but also be a place where people consume it so in the dispensary like if you're gonna go buy some pot you can is it like Baskin Robbins? I guess, yeah. Can I try that? Can <laughs> I try this? In a one hitter or something? Uh, Thirty-one you... flavors. Oh, this. Here's uh, Alderman this Redpath. Is, this is delicious. Alderman Redpath was one of those uh, co-sponsors on Port, this. Uh, parlors or anything like that to be uh, initiated. Yeah, this does not address parlors. Doesn't at address all. parlors. Here's the Zirkel. city has the option of saying none. It has the option of saying only with dispensers. Dispensaries was what the state law I think intended. Okay. More from Zirkel. Because of the way the state law is constructed, the city cannot impose additional licensing fees on the dispensary. But I believe we can successfully do it on an on-site consumption premise associated with the dispensary. Okay, that makes more sense. Makes more sense, but Red Path was thrown for a loop. Very technical, well, and we there's heard a about lot of on WMAY this morning. <laughs> no, and I, I, I pulled back into town from New Orleans, and all I heard was, "What the heck are you doing?" Thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's uh, Alderman McMiniman about this issue. Will in effect allow 
and I'm just reading it now, it will allow uh, at our downtown uh, medicinal um, dispensary to allow people to get high in, inside the dispensary. That's, that's, that's the effect mayor. of the ordinance. I got the floor right now. So point of order, Mayor, that's, that uh -oh. is not, that is not, I've got the floor right now, and that was you, if, if, if I'm, and, and so I'm just reading mistake. from the ordinance. Oh, something is a mistake. <laughs> He's always, he's so... Well, he did have the floor. I mean, that's, he, he was talking at the time. People were trying to talk over him. Everything it didn't stop. he says is so it, inflammatory. It didn't stop there. Trying to, he's trying to badmouth. Wait till next week. Badmouth. Oh, no, yeah, the clarification was made that yeah. this yeah, would be for sites other laundry than the dispensary. No. I think in... I think we should be for just not hear what we just said. We just said we're taking that all out. That's not supposed to be... Well, let me... Can you make sense of any of this? And just, let's just talk about the fact that... I would hate to be the person writing the journal for you the council because you'd have to go through and try to find out who said what and all of this mishmash. You know what I'm going to say. Sam. That's what the grandstander does. I think we should so just not council's hear what we just said. We just said we're taking that all out. That's not supposed to be. Well, let me, gonna, okay, I'll, I'll, I don't think he's not the only one trying to talk. Oh, everybody's trying to talk over each other, Ray. I'm just saying the, the point he's me. making. Uh, I'm just talking he knows about damn well. Um, that's what they want to take uh, off. We're having a general conversation about. Um, but I mean, you just said that we. Should, you just so said you clarified that. that the what was introduced has changed already. So oh, okay, I'll wait for the change. So why are you talking about? Appreciate that. It continues, right? He wants the Depending on what all the Red Pass ordinance is going to do, we might have another meeting in November uh, of the zoning. Not if I can help it, Joe. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> just inform the public. Uh, just inform the public. You got zoning meetings going on. All right, more from McMiniman we on really this. We don't want folks coming into our historic district and getting high and, and walking around. And we don't want those that are homeless to be tempted to go in and, and, and purchase what little cash they have to get high downtown, wander around, and, and create a problem. Alderwoman Connolly took exception to this whole narrative. Not everyone who uses marijuana gets Alderman high. Oh, wait, that, that, I mean, that may have been to Sensil. Let me hear that again. Not everyone who uses marijuana gets that's all of the sends over there. All right, I'll, ready. Get your engine set and go. Not everyone who uses marijuana gets all high. All the men head out. Just your turn. Thank you. All the men head out. Just wait. All the men head out. Just get the turn. All the men head out. I'm done. Thank you, Mr. Wow, we got a second use of the gavel. We got a second use of the gavel. Thank you, Mayor, for trying to get a hold of your uh, meeting, but the grandstander always takes control of the meeting. Oh, my gosh. Batman this, needs to stop that villain. This is crazy. Um, he's not a villain, Ray. Come on. Uh, here's Alderman Hanauer. I've never seen anyone that takes a loss harder than you, Alderman. <laughs> you don't let things go. You <laughs> lost the course. You, you've lost multiple votes, and you that's keep bringing goes, them Ralph. back up. You're still going to lose that's, it. That's why you got me elected, Ralph. That's why our television ratings on Channel 18 are going out. <laughs> Sky high. Pun intended. Uh, Alderman Sean Gregory. It, it may very well be a dead ordinance. It depends on what the what the council decides if they want on-site consumption. That's Hanauer. Uh, here's Alderman Sean Gregory oh my God. making a, a solid point. We throw around, the city throws around too many stigmas. Everybody who smokes weed, not a bad person. Excuse me, cannabis. Everybody who is homeless is not a bad person. I'm so, I'm over it. I'm over all the stigmas. Jesus. I know who the bad person is. I know who it is. <sighs>
That's your uh, that's your council meeting. Boy, are they ever gonna have a good boring meeting? Never. I need they to, they I need never to, do. I need to hear this again. Skip the turn. I'm done. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. All right. All right. So I, I like when Joe admitted that that went. Skip the turn. Skip the turn. I'm done. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. There's, there's no semblance like when, of any conversation there. When Ralph goes, can you I've never seen anyone that takes a loss harder than you, Alderman. <laughs> and Joe actually admits it. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a council roundup. Enjoy. I love the council roundup. All right, that's it, guys. It's a council roundup on WMAY. Uh, Culver's has pretzel bites dipped in Wisconsin cheddar cheese sauce. Need I say more for a limited time? It's Culver's West on Wabash. Uh, we've got uh, sun and clouds today, high 87. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 66. Sunny tomorrow, high 75. You deserve to be heard.